jingle of bells begins to be heard around the land once more, even the great steel and stone metropolis becomes infused with the Christmas spirit. At New York's Rockefeller Center, the traditional giant Christmas tree again grows high among the skyscrapers. City youngsters get a treat of real country green. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our website, christmastimeofthecity.com. Be sure to check out our show notes of this episode. That's where you'll find links to our merch store, YouTube channel, and much more. And as always, feel free to email any questions or comments to us at christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail.com. Happy fall. Happy fall. We made it. We did. We made it to fall. Summer, well, it's kind of over. It's over technically. Yeah, it's the it's that pre-fall mm-hmm. problem where it, it still feels very hot, but you start taking out all your <laughs> fall and, uh, clothes to put on. Yeah, I definitely have sweating. got my sweatshirts out. <laughs> yeah. It's but, wishful thinking. Yeah, I mean, we've had some cool days so far, so that was really nice, but out of nowhere, it gets up back up to 80 degrees again so it's like oh never mind yeah shorts need to stay around for a little bit we're not quite there yet but once we get there we'll uh we'll think back on times like this fondly yeah yeah agree when we're scrounging around looking for long underwear (laughs) so we can go walk the dog yeah good point yeah anyway yeah so it's fall uh there's all kinds of fun things to do in the city and all kinds of things to do around the city so uh, we figured we'd showcase a few of those things in this episode and some episodes uh, afterwards. Before we get to the news, we can talk about a couple things. There's uh, uh, New York City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Coming up real soon. Yeah, it's a fun time for people to go out and uh, nerd out a little bit and do some cosplaying and mm-hmm. buying some nerdy merch and uh, convention stuff like that. And you can sit through uh, speakers and things, I guess. I'm not really sure how they how they do these things anymore. Yeah, it's going to be at the Javits Center. I don't know too much about it besides there's vendors there and it sounds very similar to what Mm -hmm. it has been. I don't know how they're going to make it any different, but it seems like a good time. I'm glad it's back. I'm sure people are very excited about it. It was always one of those things. I didn't keep up with it. And then I would be driving in the city for work and you'd start to see, especially on like the... uh, west side you start to see people dressed up like uh stormtroopers and stuff and it's, it, it looks out of place at first you're like well this is just new york and people are, are weird but then uh you realize oh something's going on here because there's a lot of stormtroopers <laughs> maybe it's a takeover it might be they aren't very good shots so we should we should be in good shape yeah um what else there's uh fall foliage that's fun to watch central park has a lot of trees that, that turn really bright vibrant colors yeah. so that's fun to see there's also a lot of other parks in the city that people don't necessarily know about but central park's sort of like the main one that people kind of gravitate towards when they're in the city for a vacation yeah it takes a little longer for the foliage to hit us down here mm-hmm. um, but come you know early november we should be pretty good to go in, in central park yeah and if you haven't already subscribed to our youtube channel like i mentioned before or like you mentioned before mm-hmm. like one of us mentioned before We've mentioned it. It's been mentioned. Uh, <laughs> do it because we're going to be fil- filming a lot of uh, walking tours and showing you around New York City through the the seasons, starting mm-hmm. with fall. I haven't really wanted to go out too much 
uh, yet because, like we said before, it's still a little warm, and I don't want to be uncomfortable. And in keeping with the theme of the of uh, the channel, we want to kind of give the vibes off of cool, cooler weather. So to see people yeah. wandering around with shorts and stuff, it, uh, it's not fun. It's not Christmas time. Yeah, I've I've mentioned that he should go out there, and he said I don't want to see anybody's arms. Yeah, when people <laughs> so start if I wearing see coats. Arms, yeah, so coat weather, we'll we'll be out on the streets and showing you guys a lot of really cool which is things sooner than it. later i think i'm, I'm yeah I, th- I think we're gonna end up probably going out in the next few weeks i'll bet yeah i think so too all right so let's not waste any more time and get to the news it's time for the news well top of the news is something very important it's the Macy's Parade, and it's back. It's For back. real back. For real. Okay, so last like, year. Yeah. So not like last year, but it was just set up in front of Macy's, and there was no, there were no viewers. Uh, this year, there will be spectators. They will be going the whole route like they've done before. It's back just like it used to be. Uh, yeah, classic parade. Are you excited about that? I'm incredibly excited about it. It was nice to see it last year, even though it wasn't quite the same. It's, it felt a little artificial. But it'll be nice to uh, see people out there cheering. And yeah, it's it's nice to get kind of back to that kind of stuff. And yeah. also what we've done in the past, and we'll, I'm sure we'll probably record that as well. Yeah. We've been going out the day before to see the in- balloons inflation mm-hmm. at uh, American Museum of Natural History. So that's a fun thing that we can do that I look forward to that we couldn't do last year because the balloons were inflated in secret somewhere. Yeah, they were in secret locations. I'm sure if we walked around the city, we would have found them, but it's not as exciting when you actually get to go and see the inflations. It's around surrounding the museum and you get to see all of them. Well, most of them all around you, right? Instead of maybe one in this corner and one somewhere secretly somewhere else. So it wouldn't have been worth it last year. But yeah, I'm really excited to be able to do that. It's kind of a tradition that we couldn't continue last year. So yay, parade. Yay, getting back to traditions. Yeah, and another tradition that's coming up is another... Part of our new segment is the Halloween parade. So something a little bit more recent in mm-hmm. this coming month. Um, the Halloween parade, they were very much uh, all about it coming back. You know, they were getting the permits, all of that, but they weren't funded. So they were, you know, trying to put it out there that they would love the public to help fund it because it's such an important thing for New York City. It's been around for quite a while. So it finally got funded. Uh, the Halloween parade takes place in Greenwich Village, and it's basically if you dress up and you want to be in a parade, you meet at a location at a certain time and you get to walk in a parade. If you don't want to be a part of it, you just become a spectator and line along the sides and get to watch all the crazy costumes that people have put together. Um, I mean, it's just amazing. The costumes that people do are really awesome. Really cool puppeteer action that happens. Really tall, different puppets that walk through. It's just a really cool experience. So I'm really happy that it is coming back. It was funded. Um, Yeah. So we get to hopefully see some pictures about it because I don't know if we're going to necessarily go down there, but I'm happy that it's back at least. Yeah. I don't think we're going to go watch the parade itself. We might go out in the city a few days beforehand to go check out some Halloween decorations. But Mm -hmm. I have a feeling we'll probably hang, hang low. Yeah. Stay close to home base for Halloween. Yeah, it's not necessarily kid-friendly. It's definitely more of an adult venture. Not to say kids aren't there, but it's definitely, you know, there'll be a lot of adults around. It's a nighttime Halloween parade, so you can assume that it's going to be a little nuts. Yeah, a little rowdy. What else? 
So you mentioned things to do around the city in the fall. One really cool thing that's not necessarily a fun outdoor adventure, but it kind of mixes the both of them together. It's called Summit, and it's at One Vanderbilt. It's a really cool new observation area for the city. And I'd hate to say it's just an observation deck because it's a whole immersive art installation. It's, it's really amazing. So Summit One Vanderbilt is a midtown attraction and it's going to be opening October 21st. Tickets, I think, are already on sale. So I'm wondering if those are already sold out. But it's said to deliver a euphoric multi-sensory experience. And that was a bold claim in the press release that came out. So people have already been there they've taken photos they've done walkthroughs so we've kind of got an idea of what's going on there but it's pretty amazing it's uh the entire space stretches over 65,000 square feet but it's designed to appear boundless so it's just a bunch of mirrors and glass uh this is only one section of it there's mm -hmm. a lot of different areas and uh it, it's amazing it's a there's an, a vertigo inducing glass bottom floor perfect which you know I'm sure you could skip that part if uh, <laughs> that's not for you, <laughs> but it sounds really neat. It's basically part observatory, part immersive experience, but yeah, there's just a ton of stuff there. So I'm really excited to go see that. It sounds very interesting. It does sound exciting. I think it's like, I want to say it's around 40 to $50 a ticket. Yeah, I think so. So we'll have mm -hmm. to save up for that. That seems a little expensive, but from what I've seen, it looks really cool. So we'll definitely get out there eventually. Yeah. I think the price is probably worth it for this one, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's, Fairly similar to what the price is to the other observatories. So I think that uh, with what this has going for it and that it's also like an art experience and immersive experience, it's got a little bit more going for it than the other observation decks. That's true. But we'll see. We'll see what it's like. Speaking of observation decks. Oh, that segue. Yeah, yeah. There could be um, or there's going to be. I don't know when. They don't know you know, when the building is going to start happening. But on top of 30 Rocks. So there's the observation area up on 30 rock mm -hmm. um they're going to be adding a ride there which Great. is very interesting uh but it's pretty cool so i don't know if you've seen before but all through 30 rock they have this iconic picture of the men that were building 30 rock all sitting on a beam the steel beam all eating their lunch mm -hmm. uh, when you go up to the top of the observatory you get to take photos and pretend that you're on this beam and it's a big you know because that's uh, yeah, it's basically the iconic picture of this building. So what they're going to do is create this beam that you're strapped into and it rotates on top of the building. So you're going to be able to kind of swing out no. and have your legs over the side of the building. No, I'm, you're incorrect. I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I will then. I will. My legs will be uh, dangling from the side of the building, but it looks really cool. It's not going to be anything fast or shooting you up in the air it's just like a rotation thing so mm. it's just to get a better view of the city and to be able to dangle over i guess so I'm pretty right. intense i'm all right with that <laughs> uh i hear they're also this is on the 69th floor uh and what they're going to be doing on the 70th floor is another 360 uh view of manhattan and of the city line so it's going to be kind of this big orb with uh some lights and stuff and then you get to basically see the whole entire city around you so that's going to be really cool too uh, again they don't know when this is going to start building it but it was approved and you know that's going to be a pretty neat thing coming up in the future to come and visit and do very cool that's exciting it's something uh different that they, you can do out there so many times the observatories they kind of present what they present as far as views and that's more or less it but to uh step it up and put some 
attractions inside or on top of the observatory. It's pretty cool. So we'll give it a shot. I mean, I'm not going to do the thing where I dangle my legs over the side of the building. That's uh, I'll wave to you. That's I'll do not going to happen. I have to do it so everyone knows what it's like. You can't just not have one of us do it, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it. I don't want to do that. I don't want. I don't want. I'm think not that. making you do it. Stop I just said making already, me do it. <laughs> I said already. I would be the one. It's Fine. okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get on to listener mail, we have to address what, as I guess, maybe an elephant in mm-hmm. the sphere of our podcast, and that is we have ads now. Yeah, we have ads. Yeah, we're running ads. Uh, the reason being, for a while, we didn't even consider it because it seems so weird to have a break in the middle of the of the podcast to just shill something. But the more we kind of thought about it after this is our third Christmas coming into it. We, uh, we thought it'd be a really fun way to passively sort of raise money for charity. Mm-hmm. So in the ads, we'll, uh, we'll be letting you know what that specific ad is raising money for. We'll see if we do different. I, I'm assuming we'll probably do different charities for each ad. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll put them on through the rest of the year just to mm-hmm. kind of see what happens. Hopefully it's not too distracting. If it is, you can just fast forward 30 seconds and you should be good. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, everyone has ads on their podcasts yeah. and it doesn't distract me. Because yeah. I think that's what I was thinking about before, but I don't even, it doesn't bother me at all when I'm listening to other podcasts. So I can't imagine why people would be bothered. By yeah, ads. and it'll also, in addition to helping out with uh, raising money for charities, it'll also help us be able to afford to go to things like the summit at One Vanderbilt. Right, right. We'd actually be able to do some of these activities we yeah. talk about. And we can re- record that for our YouTube channel. So that's a bit more or less what that is. We'll, uh, We'll always let you know what the ads are for, but that's that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's actually, speaking of ads, let's listen to a couple. That wasn't so bad, was it? <laughs> I could have handled that. That's yeah, all right. It's not too bad. Uh, so, yeah, so thanks for bearing with us with that. Uh, it helps raise money. So think of it like that. Your your precious time is very valuable to us. So thank you for uh, taking this journey with us. Moving on, let's go on to listener mail. You've got listener mail. So Benji writes, When I went to New York City, I noticed a lot of street vendors selling trinkets, jewelry, like the Home Alone 2 scene, and my unforgettable umbrella. Is this common all year long or just at Christmas time? Is it just the tourists or do the locals purchase them too? What does it take to be a street vendor in the city? The street vendors are out all time. Yeah. And they are opportunistic, to say the least. Uh, you can tell almost faster through the street vendors to, whether to know it's going to rain by whether or not they ha- start having umbrellas. Yeah. Though I don't know where they keep all their like goods and stuff, but they'll have out whatever they need. If it's a street fair, they will have glow sticks. If it's going to rain, they'll have umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when you go to Rockefeller Center around the holidays and you get to see all the tree and all that kind of stuff. You'll see the vendors out there with those balloons, the light up, basically light up things because they know kids are going to be there with their families. And so same idea. Yeah. Opportunistic is, uh, is definitely a good answer. Yeah, there. As far as quality though, the quality on everything they're selling is pretty much garbage. So if you need an umbrella for t- 15 minutes, then buy an umbrella from them. Uh, if not, Maybe bring a coat that doubles as a raincoat or that maybe waterproof that may help you out. There's a lot of places to sort of hide to stay away from 
the, the rain or just buy a umbrella and bring it with you. I'm pretty yeah. sure you can travel with umbrellas. But I mean, these street vendors too, the umbrellas, they're literally $5 too. So they're throwaway umbrellas, but they cost the amount of a throwaway umbrella. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so if you it's, do need it for the moment, it's fine. It's funny to see in the city after a rainstorm, you just see broken mm. umbrellas everywhere and the garbage yeah. cans are overflowing garbage cans. People who just bought an umbrella for just that storm, I guess. Yeah, and it always blows inside out and then mm -hmm. they fly all over the place. <laughs> but then uh, the second part of that question, he wanted to know what it took to get a vendor's license and stuff. Right. We have all kinds of information about that. A vendor's license is required for anyone that sells, leases, or offers to sell any goods or services in a public space that is not a store. The waiting list for these permits is currently closed unless you're a veteran. Mm, that's interesting. Um, a general vendor license is not required for these following activities. Selling newspapers, periodicals, books, pamphlets, or other written material. Selling artwork, including paintings, photographs, prints, and sculptures. Selling items at a garage sale on private property. And selling merchandise from a booth or stand at an authorized street fair. Yeah, as far as food vending goes, you have to get a food vendor's license, which I had to do when I worked in food trucks. Uh, that was through the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. You have to take a class just to verify that you know what sanitation is and you have to wash dishes and clean after yourself, which some places don't. <laughs> I'm not sure how they were able to uh, skip that lesson. But like I said before, stick with the ones that are busy and that have a line and you should have no problem. And I guess that's it for this episode. This podcast was recorded in our apartment in the Big Apple in New York City. If you like this episode, do us a favor and take a minute to rate it and write a review. Contact us and let us know you did. We'll send you a bunch of stickers. Subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time of the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast.